Welcome to the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs. You'll hear insights and ideas from the world's top entrepreneurs and thought leaders designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Now, now here's your host, Steve Cypress. Hello, it is Foundation Friday, April 8th, 2020. Steve Cypress here for another edition of Storytime with Steve as we delve into yet another chapter in the timeless book by John Paul Getty, written about 50 years ago, when he was over 50 years ago, and he was the richest man on earth, called How to Be Rich. My completely uh, yellow, dog-eared, highlighted, underlined, asterisk, read through a creased, ruined, read through many, many, many times copy of the book. And uh, we are up to part four today, just as he has done every single time we've gotten into this book long after it was written, proving again how timeless the advice is here. This part four is the art of investment. This particular chapter is called The Wall Street Investor. And I apologize, by the way, that the book comes out backwards because uh, when I do what you got to do in Facebook to reverse the video, that's naturally backwards. And I created a video on it uh, over a year ago, I think, on how to uh, get it to face the right way. But for some reason, for a little over a week now, every time I put it on facing the right way, the whole screen turns to green. And I don't even mean like a green screen in a video with a fake background and all that. Just the whole thing turns green, washed out green. How ridiculous. So again, if anyone can tell me why that's happening, and more importantly, how to stop it from happening in the future, I greatly appreciate you putting that in the comment wherever this is, or emailing me, steve at stevecypress.com, or sending me a private Facebook message, or whatever you want to do, please let me know. Anyway, it starts out with a story here. See if you can relate if this has anything to do with uh, modern times. On Monday, May 28, 1962, prices of the New York Stock Exchange crumbled rapidly before an avalanche of sell orders. This is amazing. The Dow Jones Industrial Average plunged by nearly 35 points. 35 points. Can you believe that? To register its biggest one-day drop in over 32 years. It had been 32 years since the Dow Jones Industrial Average dropped 35 points. Now it goes up or down 35 points like every second. (laughs) The drops are like a thousand, down a thousand, down 500, up 700, down 300, up 2,000. Like 35 points, panic ensued. Crashing through the 600 level, crashing. Those 35 point drop was a crash through the 600 level for the first time since 1960. It hit a day's low of 576.93. 576, again, it goes up or down that much now every day, seemingly. By the end of the day, many big board stocks were selling at prices from 30 to 80% below their 1962 highs, the highs of the year. Shares traded on the Amex and over-the-counter markets followed suit and also went into nosedives. Headline writers were quick to respond to the developments being reported by the lagging ticker with a headline like this one. Black Monday panic on Wall Street. Investors lose billions as market breaks nation fears new 1929 debacle. Sound familiar? 
other than the 35, the, the particular points, that kind of fear and panic, pretty familiar today, right? Such were the scare heads, that, the scare heads, meaning headlines, that appeared on the front pages of the nation's newspapers after the New York Stock Exchange closed for the day. By the time later editions came off the press, or today, it would be by the time websites were updated, or by the time 24-hour news sites came out with their next report, Experts and analysts, economists and pundits were offering their explanations, hindsight diagnoses, and spur-of-the-moment prognostications. As is often the case in such situations, some of the second-guessers and crystal ball gazers tried to gloss over the implications of the collapse, while others appeared to take an almost sadistic delight in prophesying even worse things to come. Again, sound familiar? <laughs> How many pundits and TV experts and websites and social media people are in glee? at how the economy has crashed. Uh, a whole bunch of anti-Trumpers even hoped for it and wished for it. Now they're so happy and they'll, they'll stop. Anytime Trump says we got a drug that's a good treatment, oh no, that's outrageous. Anytime, oh, we're opening up the economy, no, you can't do that. We can never shake hands again. We can't open up until we have a vaccine. I'm like, really? So uh, can we never drive a car again until there's a guarantee there'll never be a car accident? Like, cut it out. Life is full of risks. Get a clue. Uh, two days later, several newspapers and wire service correspondents descended on me, the richest man on earth. Uh, they wanted to know my opinion and reactions and asked what I was doing because of the break in stock prices. I told them quite frankly that while I sympathized wholeheartedly with anyone who had lost money because of market developments, I saw little, if any, reason for alarm and absolutely none for panic. The overall current business picture was favorable, and what was even more important, gave promise of getting better in the future. There was nothing, that's what stock market's all about, by the way, folks. You're not betting on the past. You're not buying and selling because of the present. You are gazing into the future. You buy if you think the economy's going to get better. And I'll give you a hint right now. If you think the economy could get worse, uh, yeah perhaps a little worse, and as things open and uh, expectations aren't met of business owners who thought, oh, just wait till it opens, well, chaos is continuing, and just because you're open back up it, at, with people standing six feet apart or scared to come in or whatever, like, people are not flying out to restaurants and hotels and jumping on planes and amusement parks just because somebody in the government says, okay, now you're allowed to. So, yeah, things aren't going to get worse, but not a lot worse than they are now, right? And when you buy stocks, you're betting on things getting better. Just give you a little hint there. Um, there was nothing basically wrong with the American economy, nor the vast majority of companies whose stocks are listed on the stock exchange. In my view, some stocks have been grossly overpriced. Irrational buying had driven their prices to totally unrealistic levels. The May 28th break was an inevitable consequence. Again. Over and over and over this happens, as true today as it was then. I said that I felt the stock market was in a much healthier and certainly in a much more realistic position because of the long-needed adjustment of prices. As for what I was doing, the answer was simple. I was buying stocks. Now is the time, folks. Sure, this was written over 50 years ago, but now is the time. A downturn is a buying opportunity. I've been saying it for two months now, ever since the shutdown began. Now is the greatest time of opportunity of our lifetime. It's time to buy leads, to buy customers, clients, patients, members, to buy businesses, to buy real estate, buy, buy, buy stocks. It's time to buy, 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 to acquire, acquire, acquire. While a huge percentage of the population is curled up in a ball in fear and panic and not doing anything, 
go ahead, take all their customers, clients, patients, members, ramp up your advertising and marketing, not down. This is the time to buy. Uh, Getty goes on, I'd be foolish not to buy, I explained to a young correspondent who looked as though he thought I'd taken leave of my senses by buying when everyone else seemed to be selling. I get a lot these days. People go, Steve, what are you, crazy? This is a tough time. This is a, this is a, a crazy time. These are hectic times. Are you doing okay in these times? Uh, what are you doing to, to get by? Uh, are you going to survive? I hear all this stuff and all, <laughs> all these people even asking me that nonsense and then questioning me like, how can you say this is a great time of opportunity? What, you have no feelings for the people that are affected by the virus? This is a terrible time what's happening. Look, I'm not denying that, of course, a virus is terrible. Cancer is terrible. The flu is terrible. Common cold is terrible. All kinds of things are terrible. However, when things are so bad or people perceive they're so bad that they curl up in a ball and paralyze themselves with fear and panic, that's a buying opportunity, and that's what it is right now. Uh, most seasoned investors are doubtless doing much the same thing, I went on, feeling somewhat like a schoolmaster conducting a short course in the first principles of investment. They're snapping up the fine stock bargains available as a result of the emotionally inspired selling wave. Since the petroleum industry is the one I know best, if you don't know Getty, well, there's still Getty Oil today, but Getty made his millions as a wildcat oil driller uh, out there in the fields uh, in Texas, Oklahoma, uh, back in the day. And so, of course, he knew that industry. He said, I bought oil stocks. By the end of the New York Stock Exchange trading day on May 29th, the next day, my brokers had purchased several tens of thousands of shares in my account. I hasten to emphasize that I bought the stocks for investment and not for speculation. I fully intend holding on to them, for I believe they will continue to increase in value over the years to come. It has long been the custom for journalists and financial writers to interview successful businessmen and investors. And we're almost done here. Whenever there's an unusual stock market development, the opinions, information, and advice gathered from these sources are then published ostensibly for the guidance of less sophisticated investors. For as long as I can remember, veteran businessmen and investors, I among them, have been warning about the dangers of irrational stock speculation and hammering away at the theme that stock certificates are deeds of ownership in businesses and not betting slips. Get-rich-quick schemes just don't work. If they did, then everyone on the face of the earth would be a millionaire. This holds as true for stock market dealings as it does for any other form of business activity. Don't misunderstand me. It is possible to make money and a great deal of money in the stock market, but it can't be done overnight or by haphazard buying and selling. The big profits go to the intelligent, careful, and patient investor, not to the reckless and overeager speculator. Conversely, it is the speculator who suffers the losses when the market takes a sudden downturn. And that's true for investing in anything, but we'll be getting to that in the chapters to come. The seasoned investor buys his stocks when they're priced low, holds them for the long pull rise, takes the in-between dips and slumps in his stride. Buy when stock prices are low. The lower, the better. And hold on to your securities. A highly successful financier advised me years ago when I first started buying stocks. Bank on the trends and don't worry about the tremors. Keep your mind on the long-term cycles and ignore the sporadic ups and downs. Great numbers of people who purchase stocks seem unable to grasp these simple principles. They do not buy when prices are low. They're fearful of bargains. They wait until the stock goes up and then they buy because they feel they're thus getting in on a sure thing. Very often they buy too late, just before a stock has reached one of its peaks. 
Then they get caught and suffer losses when the price breaks even a few points. And that's true of any business owner right now who has ramped down or cut out their advertising or marketing. Advertising and marketing prices are cheaper than they've been in a long time. Google pay-per-click is back to the penny-click days of, of when they first started. Uh, Facebook ads was cheap, probably cheaper than they've ever been. Buying leads, buying customers, buying market share, buying entire businesses is cheaper, lower priced than it has been for decades and is likely to ever happen again, unless you think such a, you know, suddenly we're going to go from two months of a booming economy and two months later have the highest unemployment since the Depression and a 40% uh, a, a dip in the second quarter and stuff like that. It's, it's likely never to happen again. So if you wait until things reopen and start coming back up again, like Eddie says, go ahead, but you're getting in way too late. The time to ramp up your advertising and marketing, the time to start a new business, the time to put in new streams of income is actually two months ago. But the second best time to do it is right now. If you want some help doing that, as always, go to helpfromsteve.com and I'll help you. And if you want some tips on how to profit during all this chaos that's going on, you can go to my website, profitfromchaos.com. Get my free report, How to Profit from Chaos. I'll tell you step-by-step step exact things to do to put money into your pocket today, to not operate out of fear and panic. Take the advice of John Paul Getty, the richest man on earth at the time he wrote it. Take the advice from me, not the richest man on earth. Take the advice of successful people if you want or your choice. I guess you can curl up in a ball and operate out of fear or panic. I can tell you where that's going to get you. So you make your choice, and I hope you choose wisely. And that'll do it for Foundation Friday. Greg is here. Good seeing you. And I missed a whole bunch of other people going by. And I will catch you tomorrow again. Uh, another ridiculous day over 100 degrees here in sunny Arizona. I hope it's great wherever you are. And I will catch you tomorrow on Social Media Saturday. Over and out. Bye-bye. Thank you for joining us today on the Rhino Daily Podcast, the daily podcast for sharp entrepreneurs hosted by Steve Cypress. Join us tomorrow for another exciting episode designed to help you increase your profits and improve your lifestyle. Also, go to rhinodaily.com for more great business exploding tips, strategies, and tactics from the world's top experts. Plus, snag your free copy of Money Making.